Welcome to Hachzik, the Daily Musar Impact Initiative. Welcome everybody, we are back, another Heilige Hachzik, and today is day number 24, Mishnah Hey in Perik Beis. Huaya Omer Embo Yerechet Velo Am Ha'aretz Chasid A boar. Now what is a boar? Zog the Heilige Habor Urek. It's just an empty-headed yid. And yet a person aimed by Laitaira Veloi Mitzvah Veloi Derecharens. Nothing going on up there. The elevator doesn't go to the top floor. Not the sharpest tool in the shed. Not dealing with a full deck. It's aimed by. The guy's just not. That the ground basically is won't be desolate. So what it means, lotavor, that it won't be empty, it won't be desolate. So Lohutzrach, he didn't have to tell me that he can't be a chassid because it doesn't have yirechet, it doesn't have anything. From his emptiness, he doesn't know even how to stay away from Averis. So he doesn't have even yirechet. To come by these people today, it's not for me to say. You know, you can find certain people that you may think on the outside that they're raked, that they're empty, but in truth, they have a lot. So it's hard for us to know, but at the same time, it's explaining to us, meaning what malusa do we have from this? Okay, so a bar cannot be rechet. So number one, an understanding of people. Maybe we can't hate on people who are mamish sinning if they don't know better because they're a bar. Uh, they, just, they just don't understand the reality of their being Hashem bichlal. They're never given the chance, they're not given the opportunity to be able to learn. And we have to take that into account. Aval Amaretz, but let's go a little bit deeper, but an Amaretz. Who is what? Shum Orav Imabriot, Chashuvot, Yesharot. He's not a complete out there uh, person. Yeah, he may be uneducated, but ultimately, um, he has good meters. He can think somewhat clearly. He knows how to keep away from Averot. And let's face it, you know, he can he can even be up there, righteous. But if you want to get to the if you want to get to the big leagues, you want to become somebody who's a chasid. So with that you need a lot of tyra. She because to have tyra is the thing that you need in order to kind of purify yourself. Most people are like this, that they are considered amarts because they're derecherets, meaning that they understand the rules of the land. They have what we'll call common sense or street smarts. But that's not something that's going to get you to become a chassid. That's not something that's going to get you beyond the letter of the law. It's not going to be something where you're literally living a tyra, tyradic life in every which way possible, unless you educate yourself. The Amaretz is somebody who's uneducated, but at the same time at least understands the way of the world and understands niceties. He has morals. He has good character. And those are wonderful things. But for an Amaretz to be a chassid, to go beyond the letter of the law, that far, an Amaretz alone, just with that, without Tyra, he can't get there. And he'll end up falling very short. Next, and somebody who's shy, they they just don't learn. Look, being a shy person, it's a pretty good mid. For everything else, you know, um, uh, you don't go and yell at people, you're is much better. But when it comes to your learning, uh, that's where a will suffer. 
like it says in Tehillim, no matter in front of who said Avon HaMalach, I will go and I will talk about Yatayra. It doesn't make a difference where he was, who whom he stood in front of. Even if they made fun of him, they laughed at him. Because he said, You know what? There is nothing as good. Listen to this. He laid Taiva Habusha Balimud. You cannot have Busha if you want to learn. Lotova Busha. It's not good to have this embarrassment Balimud in learning. It's impossible. Because if a person is too embarrassed, you're not going to find anything. I mean, Talmud Lemur shouldn't say, what, Tipesh Kamoni, an idiot like me? How can I go and just ask something? How can I do that? I got nothing inside me. I'm supposed to go up that big chacham and start asking questions. But this is your attitude your entire life. Exactly when are you going to become a chacham? While we are quoting a safer. Ask a foolish question wisely, and you should guard it as the generous people guard their money. Meaning the Nadivim, the those know what is that Nadivim, just like people who are wise with their money and how they are mitnadev, how they give money, they don't just like give it out anywhere. At the same time, they're not um they're not misers, not holding on to it. Ah, what do they do? To give it out to people the way that they see fit. Similarly with Chachma. You don't, not all the time, not all the people. Nobody's telling you to just be this overly exverted person who's going and, 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 and just like speaking to them. no. no, no. But at the right times, at the right moments, at the right moments, not when the rabbi is not in a good place because maybe he just gave a speech to 1,200 people and he just needs a few minutes to recollect himself. And also, at a time that's fitting for you, your mind is is clear. But at those right moments and with the right people, that's when a person is meant to not be a Baishan. He's meant to go up. And by the way, uh, you know, I'll tell you this one for free. This doesn't mean that the Rebbe's playing by the same rules. I'll tell you a little something about myself. I found by and large, I don't think Rebbeim, you know, there's certain guys or kids, at least in high school and then guys beyond. Rebbeim like, they just like them. They just, those kids have chain, they have such a charm. And that Rebbeim mamish, I don't know, they love to schmooze them. I was never that guy. I mean, high school brothers, I had good ribbam. I, uh, that, that's, I um, don't take away from them. But I'm doing my like further down in life. The bigger, um, like uh, either Rosh Hashivas or them, never got the time of day from any of them, ever. It doesn't mean, and with my my heavy stutter, I'll never forget one of the Rosh Hashivas, one of the Shivas that I was by, I finally had a problem, like I'm going to ask him something. So I went to go talk to him and I was stuttering. I'll never forget, he said to me, young man, I don't think he knew my name, young man, if you're going to be presenting yourself to the world with that kind of stammer, well, nobody will ever take you seriously. So 
For your own good, I believe you need to go and get that ironed out. Now, that was a very good um, sentiment and really a very special cause for me, and I thank him dearly. But he showed zero interest in me. I'm talking like one Rosh Hashiva, I'm thinking about another Magid share, another Magid share, another Magid share. And you know what? Just even recently, there was a very big rub would come to town to give a beautiful speech. I went to go tone for a few minutes. I mamish felt like I was just an absolute annoyance to him. You know what? Too bad on them. <laughs> That's all there is to it. If you want to get clarity, so you have to go up and ask. And if if they're showing you like a mean face, okay. It's not the most pleasant thing in the world, but you know, you have to try to at least get some kind of clarity. It doesn't mean that they have to love you. I'm sorry to play. I, I realize this is very harsh, right? This is a harsh uh, thing to tell you. But this is a part of law by Shamalamid. It means you're embarrassed even afterwards. See, everything is law by Shamalamid, and they have this picture in their mind that you finally ask the question, and the Rebbe smiles. Ah, Rabbi Zai, I haven't heard such a good question in years. Pashet, you're such a brilliant Bangkishrin. No, no, no. Jumping it after is like, what kind of question is that? You know, or what kind of, you know, you, you, you're going to get probably flagged for it, but you got to ask it because if you don't understand something, I want to go one step further with this. Leah by Shamalam made. A lot of times people like to, act, like to ask questions just to get their voices heard. Please don't be that guy. That, that I am asking you because I've given enough speeches and I've had enough people come up to me and they're like, but, but Rebbe, I need to just answer, and it's not a real question. They know it's not a real question. Or they come up with something so ridiculously impossible to answer that they're just walking up to you to be able to talk to you. And so I think at this point I understand that, so I just start to talk to them. But ultimately the question itself is without any kind of validity whatsoever, just coming up, you know, just things like, so how am I, how can I become the biggest Yerushalayim before the age of... Certain things, come on, man. You know, that's just, that's just, it's not. It, 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 you know, uh, imagine, imagine if somebody uh, would go up to like a therapist, a marriage therapist, after he gave a speech about marriage. And the guy goes up and says, Look, I just have a quick question. My wife hates me and I can't stand her face. We're staying together just because of the kids. It's been like this for about five years. Can you give me a little advice? You know, can I give you a little advice? The little advice I can give you is here's my card and you're going to have to set up a time. And come with me for the next year, you and your wife, to come and get real therapy. Meaning, there are certain questions that those are idiotic questions. Coming with like all these like earth-shattering questions, so the person's going to look at you and say, you know what the answer to that is? You have to take off a year from work. You have to come to my share every single day. And I can prove to you the age of the universe. If that's your problem, I can prove that there's Hashem. I can answer all of your difficult questions. I can show you how the Messiah is real and that the Torah hasn't been lost. But al-reglachas, that's an impossibility. So understand that there are dumb questions to ask. In them. They're not bad questions. They're just bad questions in the moment. And this is what he means when he says that at the right time, like in the right way. So if you're looking to make a kesher with a Rebbe, you don't have to come with the most ridiculous question. You can just come up and introduce yourself and say, hi, hi, you know, I just let to let you know. I want to say thank you for different things and uh, really, uh, and just, 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 just make a cashier. Finally, I don't know if you want to make a cashier with a Rebbe. Um, 
Sometimes the best way to do it is to find out what it is that the Rebbe needs and to go and to help him. I'm talking about the guys in Israel or girls in seminary. Um, a lot of times, Rebbeim do need like a lot of help in certain things, and if you're that one there to help them, so then uh, that's also a great way to go and make a kasher. Okay, have a wonderful day. You have been listening to a shear by Hachzeik. If you have been impacted, please share with others. For the daily shear, please visit hachzeik.com or call 516-600-8080.